Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi there, and welcome to Oaktown Boys. Season 3, episode 26. Pretty good week. Um, 500 week? No. Better than 500? Was it better than no. five? Was it better than 500? You'd think we would know, but we don't know. Okay, let's see. We got... If we... It depends on the Mariners five game we four. start with. Five and four a week. Wow. Above 500. Is that even possible? Above 500. I think we didn't even... We didn't even allow space in our brains to believe that that could be possible this year. Yeah. Even a sweep is in there. It was pretty cool. It so was we, uh, one of our more successful weeks of the year very easily. We're picking up where we left off, off <laughs> with the uh, 3-1 victory by the A's in Seattle. Which was the second game of that series, Second correct? game of the series. Okay. Victory went to Sean Newcomb, who continues to seem fantastic. Absolutely. Ken Waldachuk started that game, four innings pitched, Five walks, three Ks, but one hit and one earned run. Kind of a weird start. But yeah, I, I think, think we might have even talked about this a little bit during the last episode too, that it was like it was like a good start, but this wasn't great. You know, like That's I, right. We he's, did he's he's doing okay. The five walks wasn't great, everything else was okay. Yep. But he didn't you know, he didn't uh, fall off the horse, so And he is so far ahead of where like Kyle Muller is at at this point overall that like, you know, I'm in on it still. So. I love I love Ken Waldachuk. I'm really starting to like Ken Waldachuk. People love his Kennergy. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a win. Um, unfortunately, we they lost the next game um, by a count of five to four. Um, At least it was close. Zach Neal pitched pretty well overall. Um, gave up three runs. Gave up a homer. Gave up a three run homer to Teoscar Hernandez, and I think pretty sure other than that pitch. He was pretty locked in. Uh, struck out six, walked two with the one homer. Uh, Ursaid came in, was okay. Kirby Sneed came in, blew the game. Uh, two runs in a third of an inning. Um, three hits, a walk. Just wasn't great. Not a great showing. And then Denny Jimenez and uh, Spencer Patton were both scoreless out of the bullpen. Not much to speak of on offense, honestly. Uh, actually, Lawrence Butler. Lawrence Butler had a homer. Um, and Lawrence Butler is so cool. We'll talk more about Lawrence Butler throughout this episode, but, um, and a couple of bags by Ruiz to get up to 53. That's true. Um, You can pretty much, it feels like you can pencil him in for about two bags a game now, you know, like no matter what, if he's starting, the thing that jumps out at me is I believe three of the pitchers that day are no longer in Oakland. I think they've either been sent down or, you know, DFA, Zach, Zach Neal, Kirby Snead, and, Spencer Patton, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Zach Neal, the only one that really bums me out, honestly. Yeah, I feel like he showed some stuff, you know. And the numbers weren't great, but he was starting – it seemed like he was turning a little bit of a corner, you know. Just can't help but feel like that guy deserves all the feel-good mojo 
that can be given to him at this point. Especially in a season like this. Just let him pitch. Yeah. Uh, next game. Playing the Angels. And the beginning won. of what an awesome series. Dude. Arguably <laughs> the best series of the whole season. What the best awesome this team series. has played yes. in over a year. Yeah. Uh, a victory by the A's, 9-2. J.P. Sears got a win. Now rocking that 3-1 record after this day. He was great. He was great. And the offense... 3-11. 3-11. 3-11. say? 3-1. Oh, man. That would be much better. <laughs> Um, he was good. Urseg was good. Sean Newcomb finally gave up a run, but turns just out one. he's he's human, just which one. we weren't sure about. But he is. He can give up some runs. Uh, um, another bag by Ruiz. Yep. And the offense was just bumping. We had fourteen hits, uh, three hits by Ruiz, three hits by Jordan Diaz. Geloff with two. Geloff and Noda, Noda each with two. with two. Yeah, I mean, just everyone was contributing. It was a good. It was a. Uh, it was fun to watch. It was a very fun game to watch. And the only home run was uh, Ruiz home run, his third and he of the season. Tattooed it. He did. He like really makes you think. Makes you think. <laughs> makes you made us both go ooh at the moment. Even we were both like, wow, that was crazy. He really smoked that one. Um, it'd be cool if he did that a little bit more. Maybe two doubles by. Geloff and Diaz. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was just, this was a very fun game to watch. You know, like, they were, they looked pretty good the whole game. They were winning pretty convincingly the whole game. And then, yeah, like a pretty monster two-run shot by Ruiz in the eighth inning. And you're just like, what is going on right now? Like, this is so cool. Yep. And that was just the first game. <laughs> it was. Um, second game, much different style, but same result as yep. win. Uh, Blackburn was great. Blackburn oh, yeah. was great, and Brent Rooker hit a two-run homer, which is all Blackburn needed. Um, it's two awesome. One. Um, gave up a run, gave up a run on a Renjifo. I think it was just a single um, in the top of the first, and then Blackburn was locked in pretty much for the rest of the outing. Five innings, one earned run, four hits, four Ks, three walks. Um, not a lot of hard contact at all. Um, the bullpen was pretty good. Uh, Kirby Snead didn't give up anything. Patton didn't give up anything. Walked two guys. The Patton didn't look great again. Um, Sam Long came in though and was okay. Danny Jimenez is starting to, I like Danny Jimenez. You know, I mean, I, we've talked, I feel like we've talked a fair amount about how much we like Danny Jimenez and he looks great. Danny Jimenez looks like he's, you know, still knocking some rust off, but he's looking fine. Um, and then Trevor May, Trevor May came in for his 16th save. Keeps dropping that ERA. Uh, one inning, two walks, no strikeouts. So not his most, um, maybe not his most electric outing of the year, but it worked. And uh, we call that one a win and a series win series over death. the Angels. Does it get any better than a series win over the Angels? It actually does get better. It does you get can better. sweep them. <laughs> you can... <laughs> and we did. We swept them. Ten um, to four. This game. I mean six. This game one was also four. cool. <laughs> It was ten to four for a long time. Ten to four till um, the last inning. Yeah, uh, Kyle Muller started, didn't look that great. Uh, Martinez came in and looked better. I'm interested to see if we're gonna if he's gonna get a shot in the rotation again, you know, or if we're just looking at making him like a long reliever. Because I'm not really that mad at him in the long relieving role necessarily. You know, he's done he's done okay. I was gonna say not mad either way. I like him, but I don't. I'm not in love with him. Yeah. I guess. Um, 
Then Perez came in, actually got the win. Um, looked fine, looked good. Jimenez looked good. Sneed looked bad. May came in and mopped it up for him. Um, it was 10-4 going into the ninth. Kirby Sneed did his best to uh, let the Angels get back in the game. But Trevor, Sneed, Trevor May came in for his 17th save. On the offensive end, uh, we got a two-run homer from Ryan Noda and a two-run homer from Seth Brown. A triple from Alevis Diaz, a double from Shaylang Lears. Um, pretty well-balanced offensive effort. Two hits and a walk from Geloff. Uh, Butler came in the game for Ruiz and got himself a hit and an RBI. Um, again, just a good, you know, the offense is looking good. Yeah, when they, when they look good, they look good. You know, they still have those games where they look kind of a little bit overmatched, and I think that's still kind of an overall talent level issue, you know? Totally. Um, but they do. When, they, when, when they're on, they're on, and they can be scary. They're fast. They hit the ball hard. Um, the base running's pretty good. You know, I mean, I think that's something all year that has in early in the year when we were doing everything wrong. One of the things we were doing wrong was making a lot of base running mistakes too. a lot of guys getting, you know, and I think it was also a little bit. We talked about Eric Martins a little bit on here, I think, too. I think there were kind of some weird sends, you know, everyone has gotten better at their jobs throughout the year. They've gotten the feel for things. Um, And this is one of those. This was one of those. This was this series was kind of the pinnacle of that. This was this group of base, baseball players like at their best. And it was pretty entertaining. It was you know? a very fun series. There was a little bit of everything. There was the blowout victory in game one, the pitchers duel one run game, game two. And then game three, they were losing 3-0 until the sixth inning. They were getting no hit, I think, for For too long. For longer than um, we would have wanted them and to. And then sure. we had two two-run home runs. I think they were both two-run home Yep. Um, within the span of two outs. Yeah. In the sixth inning, and it was just really awesome. So it was this series was examples of how this team could flourish in the future. Yes, they have pieces, mm-hmm. and when the pieces shine, they like really shine. They, you know, they look really good. They are starting to prove that it's possible. Yeah, and I don't think we are the worst team in baseball anymore. We are totally not. And it doesn't even look like we're the worst. It team was in around this date we surpassed the lowly, stinky, crappy. Worst team in the MLB, Kansas City Royals. Absolutely. No no longer us. Next stop, Rockies. White Sox, we're coming for you. Yeah, yeah, there's time left. Don't get caught. They's are hot in September. You don't lose 100 games until you officially lose that 100th game, and we're not there yet. So, um, and then on to the Blue Jays. A little bit of a letdown, honestly. Especially losing in extras like this, yes. Yeah. Lost six to five in ten. That includes three runs by the Blue Jays in the top of the tenth and two runs by the A's in the bottom of the tenth. Pretty much worst case scenario for the new ghost runner rule in an extra innings game. Yeah, I mean the the ghost runner giveth, the ghost runner taketh away. It does know? indeed. Um the A's it's hit. also it's also a part of the fact that our bullpen isn't very good. Oh yeah. yeah. It was a major reminder after that sweep that we do indeed still stink. Yeah. Uh, but not as much as the Royals. Um, <laughs> but a home run, or four home runs by A's rookies. Uh, I want to say the last time this happened was around like the Ryan Healy era. That makes sense. Something like that. We're going to hear from Ryan Healy later on also, too. Shit. Whoops. <laughs> um. 
Luis Medina returned on this day. Had a very three lineup. Yeah, he was a little wild. He didn't look he it wasn't terrible, but he just you know, he's still kind of at that point where when he loses the strike zone, he kinda of has a hard time finding it again. Yeah. You know? What I meant by the three lineup, which is oh, a yeah. weird choice of terms. Um, <laughs> he gave up three hits, three runs, three earned runs, three walks, three strikeouts. Not no three home runs, runs, though. Yeah, not so, three home runs. Could have been much worse. And Sean Newcomb came in cleaned up again because he's amazing. Gosh, he looks really good. And Urseg seems to have figured out whatever was going on with him during that patch where he was, like, really bad. It's interesting. All of a sudden, Urseg doesn't seem like the same guy. He yeah. doesn't. He's not throwing 100 every pitch like no. he was when he first came up. Yeah, and it, it like worked immediately for a short period of time and then really wasn't working anymore. So I'm glad he... Has made adjustments. Looks a little bit more like a pitcher than a thrower. Yeah. Nowadays. But, man, two homers from Butler, huh? Two homers from Butler. How cool is that? Including the two-run shot in the bottom of the 10th, which breathed hope into our lungs. And would have won the game if we were anywhere near decent out of the bullpen, for sure. Yep. Um, but he's so cool. He's so cool. And he's, like, tweeting after wins and saying cool stuff. It's very nice. Nice he seems very pace. excited to be playing for the Oakland A's, which we like. We We're like excited it. to have him playing for the Oakland A's. Uh, next game was Big Stinky. It was kind of fun in some ways, though. We lost to Chris Bassett, 7-1. to one. I do love Chris Bassett. And he was really good. And so was Ken Waldachuk, actually. Ken Waldachuk was also really good. Six innings, four hits, three walks, three Ks. Yeah, Not this... quite as good as Bassett with the eight innings, seven hits, one earned run, seven Ks. And this might have been the this might have been the the outing that did it for Zach Neal. Put the nail in the he, nail. He was not close. You know, I mean, no. he was he was not he was he no. wasn't even throwing strikes. Actually, all three of these guys. Yeah. Neal, Long, and Patton. Patton, for in his defense, did fine. Yeah. But uh, ne- or Long was even worse. Long was well, bad. Maybe. Well, not I think it was kind of one of those things where he came into not a great situation. You yeah. know, um, the wheels but, were yeah, off. He also gave up. Yes, he gave up four runs, though. So, yeah, I mean, so I guess he probably ended up giving up six or seven, you know, like unofficially, but mm-hmm. not all of them were his. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and the offense, just not much from the offense, you know. Um, Seth Brown had two hits. Double by Geloff, of course. Yeah. Um, and Brown. No bag for Ruiz, which is strange. Lame. Um, Boo. But, yeah, they lost. Chris Bassett was really good, and they lost. And that was that. And then we have today. And we won. We did. How cool is that? This is getting freaky. Um, two homers. Two two-run homers. Oh, no. A two-run homer for Carla Perez and a three-run homer for Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. The return of KJ. I don't um, know. KJS. That's his Twitter. A double from Rooker. No hits from Zach Eloff, which is strange to see. Um... Yeah, two hits for Perez and Smith, including a homer for each. Yeah, how did we win a game with no hits from Noda or Galoff? And a one for three game for Ruiz with two more bags, bringing him up to 58 on the year. Wee, which wee, is a wee. pretty good number. And that brings us up to today. And that's our five and four week. JP Sears got his fourth win. He doubled his win total in the last week. That's how good of a week we had, ladies and gents. 
Mason Miller made his return. Two innings, looking dominant. He struck out three. Awesome. He looks Man, so good. It is incredible to see someone look that amazing in an A's uniform right now. It is indeed. Danny Jimenez looked pretty good. He did give up a solo shot. Whatever. Yeah, um, and Trevor May, as always, just shutting the door. 20 seems like it's funny how a little while ago we were talking about like 20. Well, we'll see if they win enough games for him to get 20 saves. It seems like he's going to pretty comfortably end up with over 20. Probably. 22, 23, no, no problem. I mean, you know? If we could like um, put a nice bet down on him, get, get him to 25. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Trevor May, I think the numbers are going to look fine. It's not going to be, I don't know if it's going to be like the lowest DRA and all that stuff that he's ever had in his career, but I, he has really, he's been resilient in getting himself back to very respectable numbers out of a very bad bullpen overall. Um, so yeah, it was an exciting week. I'll, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, my moment of the week, speaking of that, is Geloff won Rookie of the Month for August. That and we found sick. that out this week. Um, he batted, he was batted 286, seven homers, eight doubles, 10 walks, uh, 562 slugging percentage and four stolen bases, uh, led all AL rookies in total bases, doubles and extra base hits was tied for first in home runs, second in hits, third in slugging. Um, he had two, four hit games. Including that game against the Nationals on August 13th, where he had four hits and two homers. Um, first A's rookie to win Rookie of the Month since September 2016, when it was Ryan Healy. Ryan Healy. That's where the Ryan Healy thing came from. Yep. Oh, well, that's good. I thought I guessed the player, the mystery player, on accident. No, that would have... That's would, why I reacted. I would I have did. told you way too much information. I would have been giving away way too much information. Um... Zach Geloff, what a stud. It's just crazy. Like, we've been talking about him in this capacity for over a month. He's had, like, maybe a bad week here, but not there. You know, just, just like, no. maybe one out of his five or six last weeks. Yeah, I mean, I think there was, when he was, like, absolutely on fire at the beginning, it was like, okay, well, I don't think he's going to put up, like, an OPS of 1,200 for his career, but I think he's really good. And he has settled into, yes, being very good. His OPS, unfortunately, is not 1,200. But I think it is like eight fifty mid-850s. Um, yeah. So, I'll take it. It's um, it's 868. It's interesting. He does have reverse splits. He's got a 941 OPS against right-handers and a 653 against left-handers, albeit a smaller sample size. Yeah, you have to believe that may, that'll level out, that too. That level also out. Also, with his contact and ability. And that seems mostly... Um, at fault of relievers against left-handed starters. Okay, now here's where things get weird. He's got re- the reverse of that against starters. So versus a right-handed starter, 822 OPS, great. Versus left-handed starter, 970 OPS. Amazing. Excellent. Um, All that is to say, he might struggle against left-handed relievers. Boo-hoo. Which is, yeah, not crazy, honestly. Like, don't we all? I also personally struggle against <laughs> left-handed relievers. I would so. have a very low batting average <laughs> against the left-handed reliever. That's actually maybe one area that Zach Geloff and I have something in common, except he has gotten some hits, and I would get no hits. So Yeah, he has you know. quite a few. Um, anyway, what about your moment of the week? Um, Lawrence Butler, two-home run game. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. We've seen Zach Geloff do it. We've seen Nick Allen do it. We've seen Jordan Diaz do it thrice. I want to say we've seen Noda do it. 
So maybe just adding to the list of young guys, rookies with two Hummer games, Lane Gleers probably did it. Uh, Anyways, it's just awesome to see. Butler's been one of the most exciting prospects in terms of just like personality and the way he plays the game. So just cool stuff. He hits bombs. They're he bombs. Does. He does. They're very impressive. Um. Okay, so basically the first thing we kind of want to get to. The rebuild must be over. Are then, we right? rebuilt? This is it. This is the team. Um, uh, no, I mean, obviously that would be crazy to actually think that, but. We'd also be crazy not to admit that there are signs of a real change going on. We've made progress. Is We've the, made appreciable progress. Is the team moving to Vegas? Maybe. Are they going to be in Oakland for the next several years? Maybe. Do we know those answers? No. But we do know that they've got some guys. They've got guys like Geloff and Noda and Diaz and Mason Miller and Ken Waldachuk. And, and the list Butler. goes off. The list goes on. Um these are all guys that major league teams would love to get their hands on, and we have them. Yes. And um, I think it's not crazy to say that the group of guys we have here, give or take, I don't know, five guys, could make a fairly respectable team, especially if we were to beef up the bullpen and like add a couple veterans to the starting rotation. I wouldn't be mad at seeing what a lot of these young guys did as position players for a whole season. I think we have the makings of a very solid lineup and we have a couple arms that you can add to and build around. And that's basically, I don't even know if we thought we had that at the beginning of this season. No. So to be here with the pieces that we have now, great. You know, like I think at the beginning of this year, we didn't even know a hundred percent if we were going to see Zach Geloff. No. Much less if he would have like established himself as, if Zach Geloff talking about Zach Geloff with a rookie of the year, rookie of the month, already in his pocket Mm -hmm. you know like that's a pretty that's pretty sweet you know i don't think he probably doesn't have enough time to make a real push for rookie of the year but i think he's probably going to get votes you know totally and since we brought up zach geloff we brought him up immediately following the all-star break july 14th so he's gone he's been around for about two months uh in that time i think these aren't crazy numbers but it's no coincidence in that time the a's put up their best ops in a month of the season at 710 in july uh 660 686 in august so went back down dipped a little bit but that was still just as high as anything they had done previously probably higher um for instance back in may they had a 617 team ops <laughs> um and now september albeit a five-game sample size, they're rocking a 798 OPS. Yeah, so they haven't been worse at any point with him up, and they have overall mostly been better. Yeah. And it's, I think, strictly, maybe not strictly because of him, but in large part because of him. We've only had Ryan Noda back for a few weeks now, and he's been hot. Um, The two of them in the one-two spot, just... Awesome. It's... I know it's biased. Obviously, I'd rather have Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman in the one-two spot. But aside from those guys, like I might take Geloff and Noda over virtually anything else any team's got going on. Especially coming into next year after they both get a full offseason to get used to it and everything. I mean, they're going to be – it's going to be dangerous. You know? It is. It's going to be very dangerous. Um, and there's some pitching stuff too. You know, I mean, there's some on the pitching side. We'll talk about Mason Miller in a little bit. But, I mean, 
Waldachuk and Sears. Mm-hmm. Getting through the end of this year, believing, knowing pretty confidently that Waldachuk and Sears are going to be able to hold their own at least next year, something to work with. Yep. You know, and especially if we if Paul Blackburn's back, then we got three guys. That's three dudes that can they're, give you six innings, I don't know giving if up four runs. I don't know if they're. The I don't know if those are three fifths of a World Series winning rotation, but they're closer to a winning rotation than what we tried it out there at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so progress. Um, progress has been made and it we don't want to admit it because there's so many reasons to be angry at the organization but on the field progress has been made and i mean i think in terms of guys who definitely are not going to be back next year i think maybe elemus diaz i think hopefully we've seen the last of elemus diaz i would um, kind of hope so and other than that i mean tony camp we'll see what happens with tony camp but i wouldn't be surprised if this is the last ride for tony camp yeah it might just might be the end of that ride, and it was a great one. Yeah. Um, so really, I mean, the nice thing about also about seeing some of these young guys play, they're nobody's really blocking them. Exactly. You know, I mean, they're if somebody wants to take a spot, they can go ahead and have it right now. No one's going to get in their way, which is kind of a cool part of the rebuild to be in, especially when you do have a guy every so often, i.e., is that guy off, um, Sean Newcomb, who's taking taking the opportunity and running with it. You know, it's very fun to see a team being built from the ground up. Yes, literally from the ground too. You got to tear it all the way down. It's worse to see it being torn down. Yeah, but for what it's worth, it is really fun to see these guys that you know were drafted by this team or traded for at a very young age come up and figure it out together. And there does seem to be a kind of a sense of community, you know, like Mm -hmm. they do seem to like playing together, which, you know, Chapman and Olsen and Pinder and all those dudes like playing together. So it seems to be an important piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Mason Miller. So, yeah, not not only is the offense looking cool and some of the rotation is also seemingly mostly set, but Mason Miller came back today and man. Him being in an A's uniform is almost like a fever dream. It's like this thing that was dangled in front of us at our lowest possible moments as A's fans and then just immediately taken away. Yeah. And presumably for like ever, because how did he not get Tommy John? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but he was back. He's thrown 102. Yeah. It was amazing. He was absolutely burning guys. Like they, I'm not sure if they could even see it. Yeah. I mean, 102 and a little bit of something, you know, like it's not like a full, I wouldn't say it has like inches and inches of movement, but it moves a little bit. And at 102 moving a little bit has got to just be like, what is even happening right now? You know? Um, And he is, he's like a high power arm that doesn't have major control issues. That's a rarity in an Oakland uniform as especially recently. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm ready to ride it till the wheels fall off, baby. Let's give me as much Mason Miller. Give me as much Mason Miller as he is willing to give right now. He's, Um, he's rocking a, basically a 26% strikeout rate. Yeah. An 8% walk rate. Which honestly feels low. Like, I feel like once he settles in that K rate, will probably even go up a little bit. I mean, he is, he can be on hit today, today, right? Today. He looked unhittable. He looks completely unhittable, you know, which is awesome. Well, and the last thing he did before getting injured was like toe to toe with uh, Bryce Miller yeah. on the Mariners. Yeah, when that game was so basically awesome. Basically, each threw like seven innings of no hit ball. Yeah. So we are happy to Gosh. have him back. I saw someone on Twitter say he reminds them of Rich Harden, and yeah. he does. He's got a similar. Except he throws harder. 
throws harder, but it's similar kind of keeps his body upright and square to the plate as he throws. I don't really know how to describe it, but similar motions, I feel, and uh, similar sketchiness in terms of health issues. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. And, you know, just like nasty stuff. So nasty. You know, um, so it seems like sometimes with those guys, like the stuff is just too nasty for a human arm to like consistently put out you know like nature nature can't allow you to <laughs> nature can't allow you to like defy the laws of physics in that way you have to like provide some sort of order um, but hopefully not hopefully mason miller can do it for a long time um and we got some new guys we got some new arms a couple of new guys um let's start with devin sweet uh very they's, cool name they just claimed him on september 2nd i thought it was a sweet move <laughs> he's 26 years old he did make his major league debut this season Appeared in two games, posted two innings with a nine ERA. Means nothing. Right. Um, but in the minor leagues, like the dude seems like he can play ball. In AAA this year, uh, 35 games, got a 2.3 ERA. He has a 1.023 whip. He has 56 strikeouts in 43 innings and 11 walks. I mean, the K per nine rates, I think every year were basically over 10, right? If not every, higher. Yeah, over 10, over 11. Yeah. The walk per nine, under three. He looks good. And, I, you know, I mean, it must, the stuff must play. Like, let's not get too excited, but did we just fleece him? We Maybe. need, we and we need strikeout potential from the bullpen. Yeah, you we know, don't have we, much of that. We need guys. We have too many kind of soft throwing guys that are hoping for double plays. Coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. We need guys who can come in and get back-to-back strikeouts in a tough spot. And he seems like he may be that type of person. Super low risk and seemingly pretty high ceiling, you know? So, um, and also just a baseball name. Good baseball name. You know, they're both actually pretty good baseball names, if we're being honest. Um, and at this point, if we're just adding people based off of their names, that's fine with that. You know, that's fine with me. What's the other guy? Easton Lucas? Easton Lucas is also who, such a good name. It's who we got for Shintaro Fujinami. Was it a player to be named later thing, and they just settled it? No, no, no. We oh. we got him. Um, and I'm not seeing it right now, but I want to say he throws really hard. So maybe he does. Um, but so far, he's had 15 games with the A's in AAA, 16 innings, 2.0 WHIP. 5.63 ERA. So off to a rough start. He has not made his major league debut. Um, looks like more of a reliever type. Hasn't been starting since college where he went to Pepperdine for what it's worth. I'm, I mean, like we, our bullpen needs help. If these guys are potential bullpen arms, I'm in. I think the main thing to to look at here is um, just on the year overall between double and triple A. He's put up a three point eight six ERA in thirty six games, forty six innings pitched. That'll work. Nothing crazy, but respectable. I mean, we you know, I mean, we have not been throwing a real impressive cast of characters out there out of the bullpen. So let's try these guys. Let's see, you know, let's see how it works. Um. And that's, I think that's a big part of what these last few weeks are about, you know, like seeing if you can hit on anything, you know, 
Um, and I, you know, we were talking about it a little bit before we started recording, but like there are some guys I think in the minors that we're probably not going to see this year, unfortunately, that maybe we were like hoping to see. Um, but I'm pretty excited about what we have up right now. Like I'm, this is the most excited I've been about watching A's games maybe all year, like at this point right now. Absolutely. Uh, okay. I am seeing he does not throw hard. He's a long angular lefty with an 88 to 92 mile per hour fastball, above average slider, curveball and changeup. Okay. So completely opposite of the type of person I was thinking of. Um, but, and but also, okay. but a different type than Devin Sweet also. You know, so they may bring a little bit of lightning and thunder. Totally. You know? um, and right right side, left side, we need lefty relievers. We need a lefty reliever who's going to have an ERA under five. So go for it, Easton Lucas. Please, God. Easton is a great baseball. It is Easton Lucas and Devin Sweet. Yeah. They sound like guys that are already in a good contributors to a major league bullpen. Couldn't agree more. Um, and... One of the most exciting things of the year, honestly, is Estre Ruiz. Estre Ruiz is coming up on what we're considering the AL rookie stolen base record, which is what, 72? 71? 71, Kenny Lofton? 66. 66. 66 for Kenny Lofton. Um, The overall rookie stolen base record in the modern era was Vince Coleman with 110 in 1990 for Cleveland, I believe. No, no, you're getting a mixed. I think you're getting a mixed up a little bit. Vince Coleman was in 1985. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Vince Coleman, 1985, for the Cardinals, mm-hmm. the overall rookie stolen base record in the modern era. So that's probably not going to happen. No, he's not going to get to 110. But How he can cool catch, would he that can, be? He can catch Kenny Lofton though. What if he stole four bags a game every game for the rest of the year? That's like. It's like 100 more bags. Yeah. So it's <laughs> he possible. Would, he then. would for sure set the record then. Yeah. But legit, he's got a shot at the AL rookie record, which he is does. pretty cool. Especially in like a year where he hasn't been. He hasn't even been very good. I mean, there's. it's He has been such an interesting player. You know, there's days where we want to just completely disregard him, be like, he stinks. Like, yeah. we don't need him in the lineup. Yeah. But then he gets like. A couple hits, hits the ball real hard, steals three bags, and it's like, okay, well, there's something here. It turns out he's a valuable asset when he's on. So, um, but I mean, I you know, all future prospects aside, if he can if he can set the uh, if he can set the AL stolen base rookie record, that'd be a cool what, ribbon on this season. What a win! You know, they're giving away a cool shirt for his um, his A's record. Really? Yeah. Like I mean, later in September, they're giving away a cool shirt. Probably the coolest giveaway of the season. May have to see if my parents can make their way to that one. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, all righty. I am giving Corey a look back this week. I don't know. I don't know how difficult this one's going to be. We'll see. Okay. Your laptop is quieted down. It has indeed. It was being all noisy before we started recording. It's like a jet engine. All right. We got a 91 debut... Third baseman. Okay, third baseman. Age 24. With the A's. Played for the A's until 97, then went to the Yankees in 98, where he made the All-Star team, and then won a gold glove in 99. As a third baseman. Nothing is coming to me immediately. Uh, 22 home runs in 96 for the A's. 
Above average hitting seasons, 95, 96, 98. Won three World Series with the Yankees. Won three World Series with the Yankees. Okay, well, okay, it's not Jason Giambi. No. (laughs) Think, Corey, think. Third baseman. Has the same first name as one of the pivotal Moneyball guys. That's not helping. Who's the big guy in the movie? Who's Scott. The... Scott Brocious. Yes. Damn, I did not realize he played for the A's this much. Yeah. Wow. That was a good one. I had the... His name popped into my head, but like I said, just had no idea he was such an Oakland A. He was. He was, you know, he was like, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Parts of seven seasons and basically three full seasons going on four full seasons and OPS plus over a hundred in two of those years, including a one twenty seven in 96. He had a good year for the A's in 96, dude. He was indeed good. OPS plus a nine Oh nine in 114 games, 25 doubles, 22 homers. Didn't walk or strike out very much. Oh no, actually just kidding. He walked quite a bit. Occasionally. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Scott Brouches, though. Good Scott stuff. Brouches. You got me on that one. Um, coolest thing you saw in baseball? I wrote down two things, because the second thing that came to mind is definitely cooler. Uh, Ronald Acuna setting a new record of most stolen bases and home runs in a season. I don't know if that's the right way to say that. First player ever to get 60 stolen bases and 30 home runs in a season, or more. And he's definitely going to be putting up more. Wouldn't be surprised if he ends up at 70-40, honestly. Yeah. I mean, that seems reason. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah. Which I mean, that seems to nuts. be, if if like if I had to put money on like where it's probably going to end up. 70-30. I would be more surprised if he didn't get to 40 at this point than if he did. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the pitch clock rules have definitely um, factored in. Um, which I think is a good, I mean, I think, you know, I, my dad talks about the stolen base being involved in the game in a kind of a glowing sense that I have never really experienced as a fan. And it is, it's happening a lot more, you know, I mean, they're stealing a lot more bags and it is a part of the game, you know? So it's interesting. It's interesting that we're having kind of our era of the stolen base now. I don't know if it's going to end up, I mean, you say I'm tempted to say I don't know if it's going to end up where it was, but also I mean you got Esther Ruiz gunning for seventy bags in part time duty, mm-hmm. basically. You know, like if he played 150 games, he could steal 200 bases if he was if he had a good year. <laughs> basically, you know? like he's going all the time. Um. So, um, interesting. It's very interesting. It is interesting and it is fun, and I like the dynamic of the pitchers and the two possible moves. Yeah, they can make and yeah. you know it's it does add it a lot did, of... especially at the end of games especially at the end of important games it did get kind of brutal having a lefty that came in to pitch to one lefty throw over to first base 12 times and one totally. at bat you know i mean you it got to a point where it was just like we whatever you were trying to achieve at this point you have either achieved it or you have not achieved it but we you know like we got to keep move on you know like i um so yeah, um, interesting, interesting times. Yep. Um, oh, and then I also 
wrote this down initially, and that was Royce Lewis hitting three Grand Slams basically in the course of a week. Yes, Royce Lewis is hot. He's having his coming out party. He's hot. He's very, very hot. And the Twins, you know, I mean. Interesting. They're they're in a fun spot. They are, they are, but he's playing well. He's he's doing everything he can. Uh, mine is Yasun Dominguez. He is Caliente for the Yankees. He just hit his third homer as we were watching earlier. How cool! Um, and I think he's now he's got two hits, maybe three hits. I think he has three hits At today, at least two. Um, and he's looking great. He's he is it's he lulled. He seemed to plateau slash lull a little bit in the minors. Um, but I mean, ever since he's been in the majors, he's been literally everything they said he was going to be when he was 16, you know? Yep. He passes um, the eye test. I was a little worried because of that lull, but, but I'm not worried. We, he hit a 110 mile an hour home run earlier today. And it looked like it was going to be a hard single up the gap. Maybe, maybe a double off the wall and it went over. Yeah. It went 383, which is not the longest home run of all time, but also not like as cheap as it can get at Yankee stadium. No. You know? Right center. Um, impressive. Very impressive. The Martian, indeed. So, I have him in fantasy, actually. Corey's, Corey's smoking me so far in fantasy, but we still have some days left. But I have him going for me. So, I'll take three hits and a homer from a guy that I picked up a couple days ago, for sure. Yep. Um, Let's see, in our recent fantasy face-off, you destroyed everybody, which is just me, with Kyle Schwarber putting up 120. Had, did he homer, like, every game? Seemingly. Wow. He's up to 40. Yuri Perez gave you 9.6, so about 128 points total, 129. Uh, Blackman got me 47.5. Ryu got me 26.4. Pales in comparison to the Swarbmeister. And uh, that was that. So you're up 3-2. I'll take it. Um, For this week, I'm going Glaber Torres, who has been pretty hot. And the Yankees overall, who have been pretty hot, I think they've won at least seven of eight, if not eight and nine. Um, and I'm going Javier Assad nice. for the Cubs, who's been looking very good. Been loving him as a streamer in fantasy. I will go with Jason Dominguez and Brandon Woodruff. Sounds good. Um, yeah, little bit of a longer one. We really wanted to go into the game breakdowns, though, because it was a really fun week. So it was really fun, especially the Angels games. It's the best week ever. It was. Um, we but yeah, play. I think that's pretty much all that we have for you. I mean, honestly, we could keep talking about this week because it was super fun, especially on a game that they, they, they won. But uh, we'll stop. We'll save it for next We'll do time. another five and four week, and then we'll talk even longer next week about how cool that was. Um, but in the meantime, uh, go A's. Go A's. Sell the team. S- sell that team. And we will talk to you in a week. Bye-bye. Bye.